The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back to your entrepreneur story the business guy that is helping you hopefully to either launch a business or to grow your business to different levels. After talking about Amazon for the last two episodes, and obviously we can go back on that topic as soon as you are interested. Today I was thinking of going into a topic that is a little bit more um, probably interesting nowadays because we are in crisis and because we really want to move forward and grow our businesses despite the sanitary and the economic crisis that we are facing right now. And you see, there are only three ways to increase results of a business. And that is independent of its size, by the way. The first one is to increase prices. The second one is to reduce costs. And the third one is to sell or add additional services and products. Out of this, the only one that is in total control of 
a business owner or a business manager, it's the cost part. And I know this is not always so excited for entrepreneurs to think about that because they think about um, cost cutting and they see reducing of their lifestyle and things like that. But what I would like to propose is to go further without being scared, without being afraid and look into how to manage your cost. Because that should be a way for you to free more money and to make things possible, available for your business and your life, especially in your, um, let's say, um, short future. You see, most entrepreneurs, usually, they will tend to overspend when they start a business. And I would like to give you some practical example of that. And I start with opening a business because um, some of you may be in that situation right now. But I uh, appreciate that some of you who are other into a, you know, a business that exists for a while now or thinking about second, a second business and so on and so forth, you may go into the same kind of examples. So let me take this practical example. Most entrepreneurs, when they start a business, they want to have their one website. That's the first thing people think about. Okay, let me have an website. I, I just, I just uh, have this business idea. I will create a website. They will pay about $2,000 for it, and it takes a while for an expert to build it. And most probably, like I see it, and probably you see it as well, the result, at the end, when they see the website, they will not even be very happy with, with it. So, ignoring that social media is much more washed nowadays, has so much more uh, visibility than on a website. It's, it's something that most entrepreneurs, especially those who are not listening to this podcast, are doing. And at the end of the day, a company LinkedIn page, and we talked about it in the previous episodes, by the way, you can always go back and listen. But the company LinkedIn page has more conversions and also it does not cost much. It's actually come with zero cost. And it's easy for you to have control of the content and the updates um, that you are putting over there. So not only you will save 2000 uh, US dollars about, okay, you can find it cheaper or, or a little bit more expensive, but that's roughly the cost of building a website. But in addition, you will have also control on any kind of modification that you want to do on your um, company page. Because what's happening when you start with a website that is built by an external person, that person has to be contacted or paid every time that you want to update or every time that you want to, you know, upgrade, put a new information on your business, something new that you are launching. You cannot have control on that as long as it's built by somebody else. And, and for those entrepreneurs who, by the way, they insist of having a website, uh, even, again, I don't think it's the first thing that you have to do. You can do it, obviously. Uh, you can still have it. You know, it's good for, for, for research on Google and so on and so forth. But you can also go on GoDaddy and do it yourself. There is an option that is very easy, very cheap and very convenient. And for those who are, you know, a little bit uh, phobic about uh, ITs and, and, and Internet and, you know, digital stuff and things like that, Trust me, if I can do it, 
you can do it. It only took me two hours for building my first website and I think, and by the way, after I paid quite a few money to different people to build me that website. This is how I discovered the fact that so many things are done by yourself and not only it will save you money, but it gives you this kind of uh, freedom of what do you do with your information. And in addition, you see, not spending 2000 on the website allows me to invest 2000 on something else. So I hope this resonates with you. Okay, maybe another example of how entrepreneurs spend far too much or overspend, especially when they are opening a new business. Um, maybe it's a little bit less the case right now, but even a few months ago, when um, a company was created, the first thing the business owner wanted to do after deciding for the website is to have a physical office, isn't it? And, you know, having a physical office may be uh, interesting for different point of view, but nowadays, uh, we do work a lot from home, the clients work a lot from home, and by the way, uh, you can rent uh, by hour, or by days if you need it, but even by hour, an office in a workplace that is much cheaper and much more convenient, because you can you know, rent it only when you need it, or uh, only when you have a business meeting, if you don't have any other option for that one. And for those who think that in order to um, create a business, you need a business address, know that you can also buy a business address, like a postal address, and you don't necessarily need to have both, like the physical location of your, of your company and the social address, uh, the legal address of your company, the same one. So all that is just giving you ideas of things that you can avoid, not to put you in a very, you know, low lifestyle style, but also um, to find ways for you to be more creative and avoid unnecessary costs. So hope all that resonates with you, because if you are an entrepreneur, you manage your own business. And when you manage your own business, the first thing that you want to manage is your cash, isn't it? So think about it this way, managing cost means managing cash. And by the way, to go a little bit further, there are three specific lines that you want to be fully aware and when we run a business, we definitely want to have this cash and cost obviously under control. So the first line is what comes in, means what is cashed in, um, not only sold. So by the way, hopefully this is very clear for everyone. When you sell something, the cash doesn't come in. You need for that invoice to be paid in order for you to have money in your own bank account. Okay, so we need to manage not only what is uh, sold, but also what is cashed in if we are managing cash, right? The second thing when managing cash is what goes out. And here we are not only thinking about um, what was paid for, uh, but in the same way that we are looking in the cash in, in the cash out, we also want to know all the invoices that have been received and accepted by us, because that will have to be paid sooner or later. So we want to have a full cash position, including with upcoming payments. And the third line, it's what is in the bank account. Uh, and this is where we want to reconcile what we are calling the treasury reports um, 
and uh, maybe I'll go back and explain a little bit more about uh, treasury reports and other reports, performance reports in, a, in the next episode. But basically you want to manage what is in the treasury reports to what is in your bank account. And, and hopefully, um, when you think about it this way, you know, it's very practical. Managing business is managing cash. Managing cash is managing first your cost. And to manage cash, you want to know what comes in, total, everything that is coming in, not only what was sold, but also what was physically paid, especially in this time of crisis where people are refusing to pay or don't have the means to pay any longer. Second one goes out, and that includes everything that you already bought but is not yet paid, and everything that is in your bank accounts to be reconciled with treasury reports. So, the thing is that nobody, you know, in life or in business, in your personal finance or in your professional or business finance, we cannot spend what we do not have. And what we have observed is that most entrepreneurs do they don't have this um, habit of checking their numbers and reports. And this is why most entrepreneurs, they will be reluctant, you know, um, to know more about the figures in their business. So if you were to think about only three reports or three small, um, how can I call it, um, type of figures or type of information, to manage your business, to be hands-on in terms of your business. These are the kind of um, reports that I will, um, I will definitely recommend. One is um, numbers. You can have accounts payable, you can have working capital, we can have uh, days of payment. All of those numbers could be measured and therefore optimized. And I realized by when I keep giving you all these examples, maybe I will go deeper in one of the future episodes to explain a little bit more what I mean by all these reports, providing some of you may not be familiar with. The other one is the cash flow, um, and that is in addition to your profit and loss account. And um, the last one, as I mentioned before, is the bank accounts to be reconciled with treasury reports. Um, also, in addition, most business owners, most entrepreneurs, they have these spending habits that uh, tend to be the same, uh, both for their personal finance and for their um, business finance. Uh, basically, they will have the kind of um, same way of, you know, uh, overspending or underspending in both their personal life and in their business life. So let me tell you this, if you overspend in your day-to-day -day life, most probably you'll do the same in your business. I know personally a lot of entrepreneurs who don't even separate their personal accounts from the business accounts, or you know they keep together their personal with their business finance. So they don't even know how much money do they have in the bank accounts for the business, which is a complete different um, report. And for their personal, they will consider the money from the business like their own money and vice versa. So hopefully all that makes sense. And um, I promise I'll go further in the next episodes with uh, a little bit more information about how to manage cash and how to manage cost. But for now, please remember this. Managing a business is managing your cost, 
because managing your costs is managing your cash. So hope this is useful. Looking forward to hear more from you. Please follow us on all social media and give us your comments. This is helping me to know how to bring further as a topic in the next episode. Till then, enjoy. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.